All right, hey, hey, Justin here with Stay at Home Dads Podcast. Once again, the place I talk about a lot of dad stuff as well as a lot of guy stuff. So thank you for tuning in with me today. Sorry, I've got a little bit, I don't know, it's a cold or it's monkeypox or COVID or I don't know. I'm drinking some tea tonight as I record this, so hopefully I don't hack my head off too bad. It's been a busy week. Uh, I've been playing a lot of golf. My kids are in camps, so yeah, I've been doing a lot of stuff with the wife and getting out and doing a lot of things, so hopefully I'm not coming down with anything. But anyways, just got back from vacation, and I had a little observation uh, about myself. Not sure if this happens to anyone else, but got back from vacation, nice 12-hour drive each way, and I kind of noticed something. The older I have gotten the worse I am at not focusing on the road when I'm driving. I don't know why, and granted, I know I should be paying attention, but I know why cell phone use is illegal in, I don't know, 37 states or something like that. I used to be able to text and drive like a freaking pro, and I could use the damn 10 key on the Nokia phones, you know the ones I'm talking about have this snake game on it, you know, see how long you can make your snake, stuff like that. And it sounds kind of actually dirty when I say that. But anyways, now I can hardly send a good morning text without feeling like I'm going to take out a row of mailboxes and sideswipe the car next to me. I don't know, is this just uh, because of my old age or what? But what in the hell happened to me? I, I just don't know. And what I really noticed was on this trip is when I drive, I'm kind of a looker. I really like to look around and and see things. You know, I like old cars and old stuff sitting off places and in the trees or look for animals or whatever with the kids. And I have a hard time even doing that. Now I have my wife yelling at me and I'm hitting the rumble strips on the side of the road. So I don't know, just a little uh, observation I had on this 12-hour drive of things that I used to be able to do that apparently I am no longer capable of doing. Maybe it's my old brain or something. I just can't drive straight and clean anymore like I could when I was younger. And uh, now driving here in Indiana, I feel like I'm going to run over a sweet corn stand. But thankfully, our rental car had that super cruise or whatever you call it, the adaptive cruise where the speed would slow down and speed up as it needed to, but also had this automatic steering feature, which was actually really cool. It wasn't just lane keep, like an assist. It was legit this Hyundai would steer itself down the road. You'd push this button and it was nice. It would just, it would just go. I mean, of course, once I figured out how to use it, it was, uh, it was really, really helpful for me. It kept me from swerving all over the damn highway and getting yelled at by my wife. It would beep at me every now and then to keep my hands on the wheel. But other than that, you know, you could take your hands off and eat a sandwich or, you know, yell at the kids, grab your drink, whatever, and put your hands back on the wheel so it knew you were there. And it, it worked really well. It, it literally steered the car down the lanes, and it was perfect. I don't know. It's a sweet feature anyways, and I don't have that sweet feature on my 20-year-old truck. So, And I can't believe I'm actually talking about these amazing features and fuel mileage and all this other stuff about a freaking Hyundai. I guess that's just uh, my practical brain taking over and... I don't need to be quote-unquote cool anymore. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But anyways, yes, vacation was nice. It was real nice, actually. We just got back. We were down in Destin, Florida. 
down there in the Panhandle, and I guess they call that part of Florida the Redneck Riviera, which I had never heard that before until I had a conversation with my brother-in-law, and he told me that. And I actually just thought he was throwing some sarcastic jabs at me until I I looked it up myself, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, they they do call this the Redneck Riviera. So that is uh, news to me. But it was great out there. The ocean was perfect. It was warm. We had great weather the whole trip we were there. You know, it was something different to see other than uh, cornfields here in Indiana. And you know what? I like my mountain trips, but these beach trips we've been taking lately, there's something about it. And honestly, I think I'm starting to like them a little more and a little more every time we go. It's, it's uh, I don't know. It's just something about it. <clears throat> beach day all day. Kids playing in the sand and the surf. And uh, I got my oldest daughter to go out in the ocean with me and play in the waves. Go float around a little bit and put some goggles on even and, and see some little fish swimming by and crabs and stuff. It was it was just a great time. And we kind of cheap out on these trips sometimes. And I guess that's okay. But we actually packed a cooler full of food for our condo that we stayed in. And then we went to the grocery store a couple times. And we only ate out one meal the whole trip. We only ate out once the whole time we were there. And maybe that sounds kind of nutty, but hey, that's that's fine. That's how we save a couple of shekels anyways. And that's actually why we rented a car even too. After penciling it all out with the way fuel prices are, it was actually cheaper to rent a car and drive that car, pay for that gas, than it was just to drive my big diesel truck. And I mean, diesel here in Indiana is five sixty a gallon, so... Yeah, we saved uh, some decent amount of money that way as well. So this kind of got me thinking, and I thought, yeah, it's nice that my family and I get to shoot off and take these trips like this. We can afford to do, you know, trips, and we can afford to go places, but maybe some people can't. Maybe with the fuel prices being so high, I imagine a lot of people are not driving as much, not taking these longer road trips, maybe not even flying on airplanes and stuff. Maybe they're just... uh, Cutting their trip short this year, maybe, you know, things are getting a little expensive and inflation is through the roof and everything else. Airlines are back up to pre-pandemic prices, but they have post-pandemic reliability. Every time I book a flight, it seems like they get canceled or delayed or pushed or bumped or whatever. And I don't know, the airline reliability just is in the shitter, it seems like. And I think a lot of people think that, you know, taking a vacation has to be flying somewhere or taking some huge trip. And I don't think it really has to be that case. So I figured I would try and search the old interwebs and think of a few personal things that I could suggest for a few staycation ideas, a little close drives you could take, maybe implement in your own uh, summer vacation, your your summer off with your kids. I know the kids are out of school right now, probably bored out of their mind and fighting like crazy little assholes if they're anything like my two girls. You know, you think two girls and they're always going to be these sweet little angels and some days they're kind of brutal, like really brutal. So anyway, some of this stuff may be super basic, but you know, that's okay. We're just going to think of some fun things, use a little creativity, and uh, figure out some things we can do at home or close to home. So let's uh, dive into this list I created here. First one I would mention, and yeah, it sounds pretty obvious and probably kind of silly, but that is check out your own town. No matter where you live, there's always going to be 
something new you can see or do, or maybe it's uh, something you've been talking about for a while and haven't done it yet, or maybe it's something that's totally fresh and you just discovered it just by searching or something. For example, I live here in uh, suburbs of Indianapolis, and they have this thing here called the Canal. And it's downtown, it's in downtown Indy, and I've always been wanting to go check this out. It's like a, a canal, you know, river, whatever. And you can take little gondola rides in it, little boats, and I don't know, it just looks kind of cool, kind of romantic, if that's kind of what you're looking for. And I believe there's some shops and some restaurants down there as well, places that I have never been at least. A couple of museums, there's a baseball uh, park or stadium right down there. You know, things you can do with the family, take them down there for the day, or maybe even rent a hotel. And, uh, you know, someplace you'd never stayed for a night, make it a weekend and uh, really disconnect from the, the typical routine that you're used to in your own city. Well, now this kind of makes me want to go to the canal and actually go take my kids to a baseball game. So maybe I'll put that on my list to do. Also on Instagram, there's a page, and it's kind of specific to my area, but there's a, there's a page on there called Visit Indy, and it's a, it's a really cool page. It highlights things around the city and around my state. It shows different restaurants, state parks, little shops in, in little towns, little downtown areas, festivals, pumpkin patches, all sorts of kind of interesting, you know, local things that on any normal day that I probably wouldn't take note of to go check out, but summertime staycation, it's uh, it's worth going to check out, you know? So it's, and that's kind of what this is all about. Go do some of this silly stuff that isn't part of your normal routine. <clears throat> so what I mean by that is your state or your metro area probably also has a social media page. So go kind of do a little digging, do a little searching, and you might find one for Bismarck. You might find one for Salt Lake City. You might find one for, you know, Colorado Springs. You might find one for Portland, whatever. And they'll, they'll, they'll highlight little businesses and little things that you could check out and, and really get to know your town is all I'm saying. And actually speaking of that, checking out museums or zoos is another great option as well. Most places, big metro cities, they have a children's museum of some sort. They have a zoo of some sort. So there could be something, you know, kind of cool to do there as well. And I've actually heard about, well, here's another little local fact for you. that There's a zoo up in Fort Wayne, Indiana, which is a couple hours north of me, that is actually, I've heard really good things about that it's supposedly really good. So... I might actually have to check that as well. And I actually did some more searching. And there's another Instagram account for Visit Fort Wayne. So I imagine there will be one for your local area or metro area at least anyways. The next thing I'll mention here is going camping. I know another pretty simple one, but uh, you could do it in your own backyard, you know, with your kids. And that actually might be a good idea if it's your first camping trip to do it somewhere near your house. You never, uh, you never know what could happen with the kids. If it's the first time you've gone camping, maybe uh, someone needs to run to the house, use the bathroom, or a storm comes up. So you could do that, or you could take them out to a, I don't know, a state park or a campground somewhere. It's a close drive to you. Set up the tent, set up the uh, the fire pit, and all that stuff. It could be kind of fun. But I do know that uh, sometimes tent camping is not the most amazing fun experience. It can be a shit ton of work. Uh, you can get uh, plenty of complaints depending on how your wife likes camping or your kids like camping. 
and you'll probably get shitty sleep and you'll smell like smoke and you're not going to eat well because you're going to be eating out of a cooler and uh, you're going to deal with a lot of bugs. So, eh, I don't know. The more I talk about it, the less fun it kind of sounds. So I'll let you be the judge of that. But it could be fun, though. It could be a fun experience. You know, get them out for a weekend, something like that. That's for sure. Incorporate a little fishing in there. Maybe uh, someplace you can go hiking. Actually, another story for you. My daughter and I, we came across a little national forest or a wildlife refuge or something while we were driving up in northern Indiana a couple summers ago. Saw this sign on the side of the highway and we decided to deviate from our plan and go check it out. And it was actually a really cool nature preserve. Had uh, catwalks up into the trees and there was a park and there was a lookouts over the marsh and over the, the parklands and stuff. And it looked really cool, and I imagine there was some camping somewhere up there as well. Or maybe, if you're looking for something of the camping sort but not so rustic, there are these places called KOA campgrounds, and they're scattered all over the country. And a KOA actually stands for Campground of America. And KOAs are pretty cool. My dad and my stepmom actually drove out here from Washington uh, about a summer or so ago to come visit us, and they stayed in KOAs as they drove across the country. And some of the KOAs, they said, were really nice. They were telling me they had pools and and water parks and hot tubs. And they even had little events to entertain the campers. And some of the parks even had little cabins if you prefer not to sleep on the ground. So that's also something else to kind of look into. And that might be something you could drive straight from your house and drive an hour to to a KOA and rent a little cabin and, and have fun that way as well. And actually, along with this whole camping topic here, something else you could do would be renting an RV for, I don't know, a weekend or so. And sure, it's probably going to cost you a few hundred bucks, but you can kind of hit the road, go out for a few days, visit a few places maybe, visit some family would be kind of cool. And an RV would actually give you quite a bit more amenities than camping out of your car, which, like I mentioned, could kind of suck. So... And yeah, fuel is expensive right now, but that doesn't mean that you have to drive states away in your rented gas-guzzling RV. Hell, you could drive 10 miles from your house and park it in a campground or somewhere, or you could drive that bastard to the coast and park it next to the beach in Florida or the beach in South Carolina or something, and that actually sounds pretty freaking awesome. So that's that's another option you could check out there. It just depends on how much money you want to spend on a on a weekend trip. And I think I looked at renting an RV for a week or two, and it was getting up into the $1,700, $2,000 range because they end up charging by the mile eventually and stuff like that. And, yes, it can get kind of expensive, but maybe keep it a little closer to home and you probably keep that cost down a little bit. There's actually this place here called Indiana Dunes. It's a, a state park. It's up on Lake Michigan up north. And it actually looks really cool, too. I actually wouldn't mind driving an RV up there with the family. Self-explanatory, though, it's uh, sand dunes next to the beach. Pretty uh, much a hiking and nature park. But I believe there's probably some other things that we could find to do as well. Restaurants and parks and dining, you know, stuff like that. So something that I may want to check out at some point. And there's actually a ton of nice spots, so I've heard, up around the Great Lakes. So it be perfect for taking an RV or going camping for that matter and spending a few days up there so just a few more options for you so all right what if you don't want to travel maybe the whole point of your staycation is you want to stay put right you don't want to go anywhere well 
I thought of some options for you if you want to do that too that are still fun, right? Fun things. You just need to be a little bit more creative. So first thing is, is yes, I'm going to bring it up again. I've told you before, but I'm going to do it again. And that's right. You can sign up for dance classes. You could bring your kids with you, at least to the place we go. And they actually encourage that because they want the kids to get out there and dance as well and, and have fun. So that can be kind of a good experience for everybody and the whole family. I'm trying to keep this family friendly, right? We're actually still taking our dance lessons, by the way. They're going pretty well. I feel like I'm getting better and better. And overall, it's been a great experience. So, And it makes my wife really happy. And I know that stupid saying, happy wife, happy life. But, you know, I like to see my wife happy. So it's it's pretty cool. But okay, if dancing is not your cup of tea, um, you could sign up for some other classes, some other things local to you. You could sign up for a cooking class, take a couple of those, or even take a, a cocktail making class. I know they probably have all this stuff. Sounds like a fun evening, right? Especially if you don't have kids or maybe you have a sitter, you know, go out, make a new dish like that, make an intricate drink. Uh, it could be fun. I don't know. I've never done it, but it looks kind of fun in the movies. I think they did in Hitch and then he ate an almond and his face got all swollen, but uh, it looks like fun. So or actually even better yet and possibly more expensive. Well, most likely, but you could book a chef to come to your own home and teach you how to cook this elaborate meal and you could make some drinks and that actually sounds pretty freaking awesome that might be something worth looking into that sounds kind of cool or you know you could do a couple's day spa even family day spa I think my girls are probably almost old enough for that they're almost five and almost eight so they're probably to the age they could start enjoying spa and getting nails done and things like that or actually just taking a kid to the spa just create a little uh, bougie entitled brat. So, eh, I don't know. Maybe proceed with some caution there, I guess. But you kind of get the point and where I'm going with all this, I hope, anyways. All right, now a couple more ideas. If you really don't want to leave your home and go to a cooking class or rent an RV or go camping in the dirt, this is actually something that I really want to do this summer with my family once it stops being 98 degrees outside and 98% humidity is uh, set up a little family movie night in the backyard. Sure, after you spray down for the bugs, keep the bugs away, set up a, a little projector screen, hook up the laptop, play a fun movie for everyone, maybe uh, start up a little backyard fire, you know, get the marshmallows going, you know, you kind of catch the drift. And another thing you could do is instead of paying for those cooking lessons like I just talked about, you could go find a recipe online or whatever and uh, something that is not normal that you would not normally cook, something kind of fancy, maybe a, maybe a different uh, a themed meal or an ethnic meal. You know, maybe you want to cook some Thai food or maybe you want to cook some authentic Japanese food. Well, you get the point here anyways, but you could... Uh, Go to your local store, buy all the ingredients for that recipe, and then and then cook that meal in your house. And, uh, I don't know, maybe mix up the few cocktails. And, uh, I don't know, be fun with the wife and the family and everything else. It's uh, just another option. So, And honestly, I think you could kind of combine a lot of these ideas to make one pretty epic weekend. I really do think that. You could uh, go out and check out the local scene in your town, right? Play tourist in your own city. And then hit up the spa, and then then head home, 
or head to the grocery store and then go home, cook this uh, special meal that you bought all the stuff for. Maybe get a cocktail book and, and mix up a few cocktails. That sounds like fun. And then go to the backyard, set up the, the movie, have the movie night, get the fire going, roast the marshmallows, and then uh, crash out in your tent in the backyard and freaking boom, man. That sounds like a pretty sweet staycation right there. I really do think so. I don't know. What do you think? Does that sound pretty good? All right, one last thing I want to mention is maybe you do want to fly somewhere. Maybe you don't know where you want to fly, but you want to do it on the cheap, right? My wife and I have actually talked about doing this a lot. Granted, we've never done it yet, but we always thought about finding some random town to go to, something cheap, and then uh, fly there for a weekend or a three-dayer and just see something new and experience a new town. Maybe we, maybe we fly to... I don't know, Omaha, Nebraska. Maybe we fly to Kansas City. I don't know. Well, you can check out this app called Skyscanner. I'll link it in the description of this podcast so you can check it out. And you can plug in your departure city from where you want to fly out of. And then you put your dates when you want to fly. And then you pick a destination. And in the destination spot, you put they have an option to put anywhere. And then when you search, it'll actually show you the cheapest flights leaving your city. It'll show the cheapest ones, and they gradually get more expensive as you scroll down. But it starts off with the cheapest ones. So you can fly from here. I just looked on it, and I could fly from here to Orlando for 130 bucks. I could fly from here to New York for 144 So, I don't know, kind of a cool idea if you want to be a little bit adventurous and check out a new city. Although it does not work with some of the budget airlines, and by budget I mean like Southwest or Allegiant, they have their own app and they have their own website, so you could go separately and check them if you were so inclined to. Anyways, what I'm getting at here is just uh, whatever you do, just remember to unplug, get off the social media for a few days, maybe don't watch the news for a few days, disengage from all that daily shit that you do all the time. Really get in the mindset of taking a break and taking a quote-unquote vacation even though you're still at home or close to home. And yeah, I know it's hard to, but it will help in this whole experience. And I think that's a, that's a big deal is even if you're staycationing, it's going to be easy to try to check the work computer or try to do projects around your house. So you really, if you really want to have that staycation, you're going to have to like put that stuff on the back burner and uh, try to have a good time. And I know a lot of the things I talked about today or mentioned are very local and very personal to me, but you can kind of do the same thing that I did and search around your local area and uh, see what you find. A lot of metro areas have a lot of things just like mine does. Granted, you probably don't have the uh, Indy 500 racetrack, do you? I have that. And I did a tour there, and it was really sweet and probably the best $40 ticket that I've ever bought for something. It was, it was pretty awesome. But anyways, yes, go check out the things in your town and even these small towns, even little small towns outlying from uh, the big metro areas. They, they thrive on tourism and people coming in to buy their stuff and use their services. So I know that they would really appreciate it. And also, I know that the things I talked about cost money. They're not free. I wasn't trying to create a list of free things to do for your summer, but I do know that all of them are a lot cheaper than spending 1600 bucks on uh, flights for four, flying to a resort for five days for two grand, and spending gobs of money on food 
plus activities on top of all of that. So there is that. That is gets kind of expensive. And let's not forget that young kids, at least mine, they love the basic shit, okay? Spending time with them on the beach with mom and dad, going into the pool, going into the ocean, and just, just hanging out, building sandcastles. They could care less about all the expensive activities, at least most of the time. All my kids really wanted to do on this trip was for me and my wife to swim with them and to be in the ocean. And that's it. And those moments are priceless in my book. So anyways, that's all I have for today's episode of Stay at Home Dad's podcast. So do you have any big trips planned this summer while the, uh, while the kitties are out of school? Are you going to use any of these ideas here and uh, do some staycation stuff? Stick close to home and try to have a good time that way. Either way, let me know. Uh, let me know if you have any good ideas. I'd love to hear those as well. So uh, just reach out to me on my social media or over at podbean.com. They're both linked in the description. Also, if you check out podbean.com, go ahead and click the little follow button on there. I can see that and it really helps me know that you're there and that you're a listener and that you're checking in. So uh, I really would appreciate that. Anyways, thank you for listening. Tell your people that they can get this podcast on all the major streaming platforms, you know, Apple, Google, Amazon, Spotify, and uh, I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.